0: Dark Media presents Branded by Blood. Starring Gippy Gipper as Braden Devereaux. Kelly Hunter as Shane Corleone. Josh Schroer as Mike Brady. Danny Atwell as Captain Lorraine. And starring Miguel Pedroza. As gatekeeper Mortis. The Dark Charm universe just got a whole lot bloodier.
1: Can you hear me? Devereaux! Devereaux! Can you hear me? Devereaux!
2: I'm fine. I'm just a little mad.
3: It was as if the rage started boiling within Detective Braden Devereaux as he closed his eyes, as if fighting the urge to do something nasty. The Hispanic man called Jose who had kicked him walked away as Devereaux slowly opened his eyes. It's
2: okay. I'll get us out of here soon. The
0: only way you're gonna get out of here is in a body bag.
2: So you had no intention of keeping your
0: word? No honor among thieves? You had no intention of keeping your word. I haven't heard one peep from the police since you came in here. I thought you were someone important, Holmes. They are
2: waiting for you to call them, dumbass.
0: Jose
3: put a gun to his head and cocked the hammer. Say one more time, puto. And your brown-haired bitch will have a brain matter all over you. Devereaux closed his
0: eyes.
2: Ah. There we are. Ten guys in this house all together. Tell me, sir. Do you feel alright?
0: I feel fine. A lot better than you. You Will. on? some of the other
3: guys here started talking about
0: long, to long, time, long, fris, long time, I'm hungry. We got anything to eat? Down. I feel kinda of, kind of, kind
4: of itchy, kinda
2: of <laughs> go go mm. the
3: the
1: What's going on? What's happening? <laughs>
3: All of a sudden, they started dropping God's to the floor into convulsions down. and eventually passed out. Shane was scared out of her mind as she heard people all well, over the house flumping over let unconsciously. Devereaux pulled his hands to his face as he no longer cared if they saw him, him without his hands tied. Hand. Shh.
2: They're going Shhh. night, night.
3: moments so I I later <laughs> the door opened and Devereaux and Officer Colvin. Walk out of the house with no care in the world. Their bonds were cut. What the? When Deverell got to the police cars, he looked at his partner as he gave him back his pistol. He holstered it and spoke to Grady.
2: They all fell unconscious. Ace, send your boys in there to round them up. They will put up no fight as long as they're unconscious. Just make sure you have some orange juice or something with you. What does orange juice
1: handle? Okay, what gives? How did you do that? That was literally a fucking miracle.
3: Sergeant Chambers pulled a blanket over Officer Corleone's shoulders. Don't worry about that right now, officer. Just go over to your partner and get taken care of, all waved Chambers over to him and leaned in and whispered something in his ear. A grin came over the sergeant's face as he barked orders. Well, all right, boys, get in here and cuff the bastards. When you're done, take each one of them to the medics, just to be thorough. The police did as they were told. Brady looked stunned at his partner as they walked back towards Devereaux's car.
4: How the fuck did that just happen? You were in there at most for about 15 minutes. Now you're out and they're busting the guys responsible? What Qing, gives?
3: who disobeyed the sergeant's order, was still standing there watching
1: the Yeah, time. and I'm not leaving until I get my answers. How the hell did you get out of your bonds? And secondly, how did you get us out of there?
3: Devereaux ignored them and walked to his car. Both followed. He looked as though he was avoiding them. He was noticeably disturbed about something, but remained silent. I want answers, dammit! Devereaux stopped, turned around, and got in his
2: face. First full fucking day on the job, and you're questioning me? Who gives you the right, huh? People are safe. No one was hurt bad, except a poor woman who most likely was raped just because she was a fucking blonde. I might not have got along with Stacy, but she will live with that sadness for the rest of her life. I didn't get here in time to help her, but I saved Shane over there. Isn't that enough? And you, after what you saw,
1: you, of all people, should just be fucking grateful to be alive. Believe me, I am grateful, but that doesn't answer any of my questions. In fact, Sergeant Chambers seems to know more about what is going on than we did. What did you whisper in his ear?
3: Deverell chuckled as he pulled out his cigarette.
2: You really want to know? Because there isn't any turning back. Personally, I don't think you two could truly handle yes, it. Yes, we can,
3: and we truly want to know. Shame stood silent. Devereux dove into his pocket and pulled out what looked like red-colored glass. He lit his cigarette, took a drag, and then looked at Shame.
4: Nah, I don't think so. Oh, wait a minute. I'm beginning to understand now. <laughs> that enlightened the rest of us, Mike Brady. Your name is Mike Brady? You're the one to talk about weird names. You have the name of a male child of the Corleone mob family, but
3: I digress. Relax,
4: asshole. I wasn't trying to be malicious.
3: Brady ignored her last comment
1: and
4: looked at me. You're trying to relieve your tension from the slasher. You have a vendetta against the slasher because you haven't been able to crack the case yet. And the one you did find was something that was out of the ordinary and made even you cringe. (laughs) You're way off. This
2: isn't a fucking game, Mike. This is life, Boy Scout. I'm not one to quote Matthew McConaughey normally, but he did have a fucking point. I'm the bad guy that keeps the other bad guys at bay. I am a student of blood. I researched it. I have tried every drug, every concoction, every poison known to man to see what effects it has only on the human body, but on blood.
1: Are you serious? You've even poisoned yourself?
2: Hell yeah, I'm serious. I'm what detectives should be, but rarely are. Now what?
3: Devereaux got rid of the lit cherry on the cigarette and put the butt in his pocket.
2: Now, we go back to doing what we were, plain and simple. I
1: want in. Whatever you two are doing, I want in.
3: Devereaux blew a plume of smoke and looked at her strangely.
1: What
2: do you mean, you want in? There is no in. I already have a partner.
3: Shane looked at him as a light bulb seemed to go off in her head.
1: Dev, you need a task force. A team to work with you. A team that knows your limitations but won't rat you out for what you can do. I owe that to you, at least, for saving me and Stacy's ass in that house. And I know that you've had some clout in getting what you want from Captain Moraine. Clout? That man is trying to find any way possible to get rid of me. I'm too good
2: at what I do for that, though. Honestly, if it wasn't for my father,
3: Devereaux, tried to brush it off as so he started walking again to his
2: Devereux, come on! I don't think I can go to that well again for a while, Shane. He is already tired of my shit. I think it's brilliant.
4: You would. There's a reason you're keeping a ton of this investigation secret. You obviously don't trust Nulla PD. I don't trust anybody! That's
1: not a newsflash! What investigation? Doesn't matter, but it seems you might trust us now, Hat. Sorry. Devereaux. At this point,
2: I don't think you have a choice. <sighs> I will try one more trick up my sleeve, but do me a favor, Corleon. What? Do not ever call me Bloodhound again.
1: Hey, I apologized.
0: Just what type of crack are
3: you smoking? Captain Maureen yelled at Devereaux as all three of them were in his office. Officer Corleone was dressed in a police t-shirt and jeans to replace the tatters of her uniform.
2: Hey, this was a good idea brought forth by Officer Corleone. Plain and simple, I need a task force for my activities. I found Officer Corleone's ability to be cool under pressure a vital need in my investigation of the murders.
3: Captain Marine stood up and positioned his hands on the desktop.
0: Look, you're getting a commendation by the board for what you did today, detective. But I don't know about this. The governor or state delegation would have to authorize something like this. I can't promote you, but I can't assign you a specific duty roster without
3: corroboration.
1: Captain, I feel that my distinct talents can help Detective Devereaux
3: in finding who's doing this. He closed his eyes and chuckled as he held his weary brow.
0: This is the second time in a month that I'm hearing a random officer come up to me and tell me that Detective Devereaux has inspired to help them. I'm sure you can help, Officer. It's just, hear me out on this. I have my resident loner who never got along with anyone he was paired with. All of a sudden, people want to work with. These murders must be something. It's
2: the same person, Captain. I'm not finished.
0: Something at this point is starting to turn out to be related. He didn't want anything to do with anybody two weeks ago, and he turned everyone I sent him away. This is getting ridiculous.
1: Um,
2: maybe this was a bad idea? Things change, Captain. So what will it be?
3: Captain Marine sat down inside. <sighs> Sylvia and
0: Stephen Devereaux, what I do for your son? Okay. Okay. I will make the request with the Commissioner and see what comes up. In the meantime, if Officer Corleone wishes to continue working with Homicide, she needs permission from Sergeant Chambers to do so.
2: You won't regret it, Cap.
0: I already have.
3: Devereaux exited the precinct and walked to his Brown Crown Victoria. Brady and Shane followed closely.
1: But I thought we had to wait for the paperwork to go through, and won't IAB have to debrief us on all the stuff that happened Didn't today? Did you hear what the captain said? Just
2: call Lace and get permission.
1: It's not that simple, Devereaux. We've been undermanned in the division for quite a while now.
2: <laughs>
4: what?
1: You have plans tonight? Yes, actually, yes, I do. Boyfriend? No, my father. <laughs>
4: Is this the same father that has the pizza shop?
1: Yeah, I get worried about him, so I normally bring him home.
4: I can fix this.
2: Call him up, tell him to cook up some pies for us, and we'll discuss business there. My treat.
1: (sighs) All right.
3: An hour later, Devro's senses were bombarded by the familiar smells of pizza sauce, onions, and pepperoni as a smile crept over his face.
1: You like pizza, Devereaux? Who
2: doesn't love pizza?
3: Moments later, a portly man with grainy hair and a handlebar mustache brought out two fan pizzas and set them on stands.
0: Here you go, detectives, enjoy your meal!
3: Devereaux could distinguish their character by how they ate their pizza. Mike pulled out a fork and a knife and made sure that a bib covered his fancy suit. Shane folded hers while eating it, not caring, nor dripping her spin. Deverell pulled a slice from one of the stands and ate it with his eyes closed. While chewing, he spoke.
2: "Coleone, your dad makes an insane pizza. I've had good pizza before,
1: but none like this. He makes his like the people from Connecticut.
4: Uh, Why Connecticut? I mean, what makes them the authorities on pizza? I thought well, that.
1: a majority of immigrants came over from Italy and Greece and stayed in Connecticut by way of New York. Therefore, the original ways of making pizza stayed with them. Papa trained up there when he lived in Connecticut, and he came down here and met my mama
3: in 1975. Devereaux put down his slice on his plate.
2: God himself could have made this pizza for all I knew. Bravo, Papa Corleone.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Detective. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And please, call me Paulie.
3: Branded by Blood as a Dark Charm Media production. Guest starring Ferd Bert Berfel as The Captors and Jose. When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash. Bad Reputation by Joe Jett and the Blackhearts. And The Afternoon by the Moody Blues. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. Copyright 2023 Dark Charmed Media. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for the next episode of Tales of the Night Child.